I mean, when you want to make your money doing something you love, you have to do every aspect of it, and it becomes your life. And you're gonna you're gonna have days where you don't feel like doing it, just like a normal job. But you have to, and you have to do the things that are not so fun, like administration and like sometimes sell yourself a little bit to to get the job that you want. Hi, Luis here. Thanks for swinging by. Today on Swapping Shoes, I chatted with the Dutch parkour rock star Bart van der Linden. This groovy parkourist is strong in our scene for over a decade. He is the 2017 Art of Motion champion, a musician. Together with the amazing Sibi, he runs a YouTube channel called Spring Bros. He's Andreas' dad and member of Comet Run. We talked about parkour professionalism, how to create a team, and the legendary event on the spot, happening this week in Eindhoven. Alright, ready? Let's do this. The Swapping Shoes with Bart van der Linden. Hello, Bart van der Linden. Welcome to Swapping Shoes. How are you doing, bro? Good morning, Louis. Um, I'm doing uh, pretty good, considering the fact that I had uh, people over the floor for the past week, I think. Yeah. Oh, they're still there. They're still there. All the parkour bums. Camila's here, and Pedro and Camille. Joe just left. He had a job. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. But it's a nice crew. It's a nice crew, for sure. Yeah. I, I hope they come by to say hello in a bit. Yeah, I hope so. I <laughs> think Camilla's awake. Now Camilla took a shower, and uh, no, Camille took a shower. Camilla mm. is awake. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And how is life going? How is it? How's everything? Um, yeah, pretty good. Uh, the weather has been amazing. Here's Camille saying hi. Hello. Come, come, come. Check this out. Come. Hold on. Here. Hey, motherfucker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, for swapping shoes. Okay. <laughs> then, hey, my little good friend. <laughs> <laughs> we have to record one too, Camille. Would be nice to have you around. Okay. How are you doing? You good? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Just woke up, man. A little bit. Tonto. <laughs> go, go for your coffee. Go for your coffee. Good yeah. to see you, my friend. <laughs> I think we have, we're out of coffee, bro. Yes. I had the last one, I think. <laughs> Then let's go to the shop. Yes, go to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. That's, uh, that's usually what happens. A very common thing to happen when you have so many people in your house is that you run out of coffee. I know, I know the drama. But yeah. it's a good thing that you have people at home because, you know, it's yeah. nice of them to uh, retribute for your hos hospitality is to go and get some coffee. Yeah, it's like one one family then. Like they are also uh, helping uh, Andreas, my son, with breakfast or any other thing. So it's really nice to have people over the floor. It feels like a community, uh, yeah, household. It's nice. <laughs> nice. And how old is Andreas now? He's seven, man. And let me tell you what just happened at uh, For the Love of Movement. So um, I was uh, I was doing my own thing. At, uh, for love and just uh, running around while Andres was playing on the trampolines and hanging with Joe, Joe Scandred. And um, so apparently he was showing Joe his cartwheel. 
saying, Joe, look at my cartwheel. And then um, Joe was like, wow, that's a good cartwheel. You should do a flip after that. And uh, Joe's like, yeah, but I cannot backflip yet. So I'll, I'll try side flip um, on the trampoline, this is. So he goes for it and he does something. And Joe's like, what? Can you do that again? Do that again? And so they did that again a couple times. Joe filmed it and they come to me and like, Joe's like, yo, look at what your son just did. And I'm watching and it's just my mind's blown. He just did a proper cartwheel back full on the trampoline, land with <laughs> no hands. <laughs> like, he couldn't even backflip and he does back full. <laughs> After sending you the clip. Yeah, I want to see. Wow, that's sick. That's crazy, man. But you know, it, doesn't it make sense? Because it's like, it's one of your signature moves is uh, back full and corks. He's used to see you doing it like all the time. Yeah, he's used. Seems, it seems like it could make sense that naturally he will understand the physics to it, right? Yeah, he, he's seen it so many times. I, I wonder if that like helps. And, but I think it's like happy accident, you know, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and do you think do you think he, he he's gonna do parkour? Do you think he likes it? Uh, there's no stopping. Yes, <laughs> I think he likes it a lot, and um, I've been very careful with um, trying to uh, not push it. Just trying to do let him do it when he wants to do it. Like if he feels like joining in, like I bring him along to the gym, but I don't tell him to train. Like he can either play with a ball. Or he can train with us, or like, yeah, he he comes up with all kinds of things. But recently, he's been very into training. I mean, he's been doing football as well mm -hmm. for a long time, because I think football is a bit safer at a young age. Because when I started introducing him to parkour, he started jumping off like mm -hmm. high things right away. I was like, no, that's not okay for your knees. Mm -hmm. so we we gotta take it back a little bit. Hold on. I think I'm okay with the the mic right here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the truck starting. Um, so yeah, we're doing football, and he's very good at football. He's very uh, yeah passionate about it. But in the summertime, we have a break right now, and he's progressing in parkour like crazy. Mm. But it's really good to see. It's awesome. Yeah, and football is also yeah. kind of like a nice sport in a way, because first I love it. you have to learn sportsmanship, uh, fair yeah. play, and stuff like that have to learn how to play with other people you get used to competi yep. uh, competitions because it's all about competition there's a lot of cardio yep. there is a lot of explosive power focus it's a good sport yeah it, he really loves the challenge and um where wherever we go people know how to play football and um sometimes i go out with him and uh, go to a street field you know with like little hood red kids uh, <laughs> playing football and we play you know street football and that's uh, that's cool because um you always see everybody surprised of how how good he can play football and that's that's really awesome yeah that's very cool i really enjoy that but uh, now on the agenda we got on the spot coming. Yeah, yeah, but before we get to on the spot, I want to talk a little bit oh about right. you, bro. Come on, come on. I have right, you here around. Me, um, so, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm, I witnessed you in parkour for about 10 years right now, like a person, uh, bro to bro for like 10 years. And I, I know that you've been doing parkour for like so many different, like for living so many different ways and, 
um, you're a dad, you have a house, you have your bike, you have your wife, you, you know, you're a proper parkour grown-up. And uh, you did yeah. parkour for a living a lot of different ways. Uh, do you have like any suggestions for people who want to follow this path? Uh, what, what would you say is like, uh, if you want to do parkour for a living, I think you should go here and there, focus on this and that. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's funny because like I'm in the middle of witnessing somebody do this as well. You know, Sibe and uh, Sibe Beka on Instagram. Um, so when I moved to Eindhoven, I moved five minutes away from his house. And when I first got to know him, he was 14 years old and um, really talented. But he's also very um, chaotic in his head. Of, like he has ADHD. I also do, but uh, he he's very, I think, clear case of ADHD. And um, he had a thing he wanted to do, drop shipping, and then he wanted to sell fitness like products. I don't know, he, he wanted to make money somehow. And I said, man, you're so talented, you can make money in parkour if you really want to, but you got to work for it. And it's not always fun. Because, I mean, when you want to, make your money doing something you love you have to do every aspect of it and it becomes your life and you're gonna you're gonna have days where you don't feel like doing it just like a normal job but you have to and you have to do the things that are not so fun like administration and like sometimes sell yourself a little bit to to get the job that you want first things first to create stability i would say teaching is a good way to start it gives you the opportunity to train also a lot in between teaching. Uh, it gives you the ability to talk in front of a group or um, like, and it, like it helps when you need to talk in front of cameras or whatever. You become comfortable just speaking and being yourself in front of a thing. I think teaching is a really good start. And, um, but you gotta have the skill for it as well. Like you gotta train yourself, of course. Um, so we started, me and Sibe, I started teaching with Sibe every Thursday now for the past year. We've been uh, we've been teaching at Commit. And um, at the beginning of this year, he was at like 10K on Instagram. And he was very confused about what he wanted to do with his life. Like, can he make a living of parkour? And I, um, I, I, I said, you can totally do that. I think you have the best legs I've ever seen in, in parkour. <laughs> like, dude, like, just freaking commit and do that. You need to go to places and just show yourself. That's the other thing. You need to be in a position to travel and just show yourself and meet people and, like, build up connection. Um, also, understanding of how people train over there and how people train over here and how the community is like in England or in spain portugal whatever meet meet people go travel the world mm -hmm. because that will give you a true understanding of how the community works and on and of what parkour is i think mm -hmm. and then just just have a good time with yourself like as long as you can have a good time and try to uh, minimize your responsibilities you can grow very fast in in the world of parkour you can make it more complicated by getting a of like having a kid or uh, <laughs> or a normal job you know like these are things to uh, complicate your growth in parkour 
when I had Andreas, I was uh, 21. I was still like, <laughs> I still had to make it, man. And yeah. um, so that's, that was very hard. And I had to do things under pressure. Maybe it had like helped things because mm -hmm. I felt like I had no choice. But um, I think I would have been able to like excel even more if, if, um, if I could focus fully on, on what I wanted to do. But I think as long as you want something, you got to invest time and effort and that will pay off. Nice, yes. Yes, I agree with you. And networking is very important also, right? I feel like yeah. maybe it's one of the most important is networking. And yeah, sometimes sure. we see like a lot of the quite successful parkour people are not the most skilled ones. Like if you're talking talking uh, financially speaking or professionally yeah, speaking. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have the, to be the most uh, talented ones or the most followed on Instagram, but it has to be someone that is like doing good on networking and like yeah. teaching and like being comfortable with speaking or being good in a craft. Yeah, yeah. I agree with and that. I think that's it are skills that have to do with parkour, but you can develop them to uh, like they're just very important. For example, like. Um, being a professional character on a set is something you have to learn, like how to behave, how to um, like also negotiate in, in meetings and stuff and put yourself in a place where you are respected but not uh, seen as a douchebag, you know, like. Yeah. So these, yeah, are, these, sure. are, yeah, these are skills that you learn. And if you don't pick up on that, yeah, people will stop working with you. Um, <laughs> For sure. And, uh, <laughs> a little bit is also like luck. Yeah, yeah. There's some luck also the location. The thing that also I I get a little bit um, uh, surprised by you you for example is that you're not in you're not in the specifically good like specially good place to make parkour for a living like uh, Los Angeles <coughs> or Berlin or London where you have uh, a big scene for cinema or just like yeah. road capital in a way. Of course, Holland is very um, prominent in the world's economy but it's not the same as you're in los angeles <laughs> you know no, that that would not. make it a lot easier to to make a career out of parkour uh, yeah so it, it 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 would you tell people to focus on one thing or would you tell them to be more generalist like just do stunts or just do theater like we did uh yeah hey camilla says hi Hold on, Lewis can uh, say something. Hold on, say something. Lewis is here. Yeah. Oh, he can hear. Yeah, yeah. Beijão, Camilation. Beijão, te. I don't think she wants to be on camera yet. Or no, it's alright. No, no, it's too early. Too early for her. <laughs> Good morning, Camilation. Bon dia, Camilation. All right. We're talking about focusing. Do you think it's better to be a specialist or do you think it's better to be a generalist? Um, when it comes to parkour, I think generally to, what, to spread your skills because um, there is not enough work to be a specialist, I think. Maybe for some people and especially, I don't, you know, like, for example, Pedro Salgado, he looks so much like an Indian guy. He has a lot of work in India, which is <laughs> lucky for him, you know. Like, <laughs> and also, there are some things like I think I would have more work if I shaved my hair off because 
I could do a lot more stunts and you could focus on stunts and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it, it every experience is good experience when it comes to parkour. I think like a theater, um, it does great things for how you perform and how you uh, understand like just performance in general. It's, it's awesome to have straightaway interaction with your audience and you learn mm-hmm. to uh, to see what works real quick. And you can use this in many different ways. And I think if you think it can uh, contribute to your development as a person or um, as an athlete or as a performer, then go for it. And that's that's the main thing. If you believe it helps, just do it. Nice. Cool. Jump into Commit Free Run. Let's go. You know, Commit is a, is a very well-established parkour uh, organization. And you guys have a gym, you have a gym, a competition, you have coaches, athletes, uh, you have a name um, and a very nice reputation. What is it like to create a parkour team? What is the work to be done for you aspiring uh, parkour team to get better and bigger? Yeah, so, I mean... We, we build a community, that's the, the thing, uh, that's the goal, is to, st- to build um, a community. From the very beginning, when we didn't have a gym, when we just operated from like an office desk and did workshops and came up with ideas for competitions, um, it's all in how can we bring the community get together and make awesome stuff happen. And out of these, uh, yeah, ideas came uh, hop the block which was a speed competition which uh, we did for a couple of years but it was uh, very expensive to make because of the setup and uh, we don't know if it's gonna rain in this country yes or not so <laughs> if we build a setup outside it can yeah be ruined nowadays we trust on the weather gods a bit more <laughs> because of global warming <laughs> uh, sadly no but uh, what it yeah, what we want to do is mainly focus on building a community. And it starts with the community in Eindhoven. So we um, started with a teaching program, like just a gym. We got a location with the help of like uh, subsidized money. Uh, we found a location and we built a parkour gym. Uh, we built a yeah, community from there. This, this is a separate thing than the events, I think. But... The people that teach at the the gym have to be have to feel like they are part of a family, and that's what we do. We also yeah organize regular team nights where we just sit and chill and have a drink and like make sure that everybody feels part of the team. Um, we have like movie nights at the gym or whatever. So it really, if you want to be involved in the parkour community you want to be hanging around this gym it's kind of your living room of the of the community that's what it needs to feel like that's what we how we see it it doesn't need to be like a business for us because somebody else that as like higher up in the management can worry about the business aspect and we need to focus on like how to keep these people happy and how to grow this community because you don't really want to be part of a business as a, as a teenager or like when you're doing parkour. You want to be part of like create a family, I think. That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to create. And also that's how our events kind of feel. You want to be p- like this. These events are kind of 
alive on their own and we're just trying to guide it in the right direction and with with the right experience right now we can do that like this this is going to be the best version of own the spot yet and i know it because we're better prepared than ever it's fucking sick nice what 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 what, what to expect from these years on the spot this year's on the spot we have um first of all and that is not in our control a sick lineup of people coming to the event mm-hmm. because of the reputation that we have so s- the whole store squad is coming um the brody brody and dylan parson all the way from australia coming here mm-hmm. we are like ellis Torhall, like just crazy names at the moment that throwing down massive moves so i think that's one thing that the community mm-hmm. like if the community says we want to be there then we're doing a good job um we have the like a sick sleeping location in the middle of the center like it couldn't be more center and mm-hmm. dinamo is the place where it all started for me as well that's that's the name of the building where we sleep and it's kind of like a how do you call it? a cultural center where you come together to either like if you like music making music you can meet other people there that make music or if you like uh, like um if you like to organize workshops for crafting you can like you can find everything there every every little culture graffiti has a place in that building and um they support like they're backed up by the government and they support every cultural like invest like cultural how do you how do you say it anything yeah. that people trying to do in Eindhoven culturally they back it up if you have the right like plan and and they can help you with it so we've been nice. working together with them and they have a sick location where we can host everybody where we can serve people food and we can have a little shop of clothing and it's like one big building where you have sleeping rooms and you have music chill area so it's super nice it's close to the spots every spot is less than like 10 minute walk away so it's perfect sick and yeah that's that's super nice i'm very excited we have everything taken care of uh yesterday i was uh picking up the trophies for the for the oh, people lovely yeah man it, it's oh, awesome i wish i was there oh man Stupid me. Y- oh, you no. would love it what is it is the thir- fourth third edition of on the spot this is the third yeah so yeah. the first one was before COVID happened the second one was in 2020 so yeah mm. last year no was it last year yeah last year yep. we had one i remember that's 21 then uh. mm. so yeah so then we had last year and i think it was a bit um hectic because we didn't have the right funds and we didn't have the proper uh, organization then we had like issues with uh, judging the clips but this mm-hmm. year we got that like we got that figured out we have 10 judges again and we're going to judge by magic and this year what mm-hmm. i really like one of the <laughs> spots <laughs> judging by magic it's the best criteria <laughs> man <laughs> i have to tell you man this this event is so exciting because you can it's the most parkour event ever you know you you yeah. just go out and jam and you see for example somebody doing a massive standing pre then here's somebody doing a triple cork 
and then there's somebody doing a super speedy parkour line or whatever and they all battle against the same <laughs> criteria which is magic you know you have at every <laughs> event at every event you have clips that will you will remember for for that event you know like when i think of for the love movement a couple of years back i've seen jeremy doing this crazy you know bar move to congainer you know this is a clip that was magical because of yeah, the, yeah. the vibe and and how it went down and that's the clips that we're trying to capture and reward and with nice. the 10 judges we will just uh compare two clips and the most magical moves on and we've never had a winner that we didn't agree with like everybody agrees with the winner because it's like democratic voting it's super mm -hmm. chill nice. and it's yeah it's awesome we got five spots this year and mm -hmm. we we have always have five spots but one of the spots is a non-spot so you can use the whole city and mm -hmm. use things that we don't consider ah, as spots so you can good, you can, good. that's a, that's sick a good one. one yeah yeah, yeah. non-spots are always the where the nicest coolest challenges come from and the surprise sure. moments like whoa oh, i didn't wow. expect that how did you see yeah. that how did you see that no one saw that before and we've been working yeah, here for 25 years exit all right Thomas. so uh, you you have to go g host your friends i guess anything but um before i have a, a new new part of uh, swapping shoes in which i will uh, ask you sketchy questions sketchy and question. you have to you have to answer to the sketchy questions all right it's not so sketchy it's you know just a, it's just a popular name just to try to create some controversial <laughs> controversial moments all right so here we go if you could choose one skill that suddenly you'd become very very good at you would be the best in the world what would it be Oh, it's quite an open question. All right. Climbing, man. Climbing, nice, nice, nice. All right. Um, if you, today, you're either going to have ankle or a wrist sprain. What would you rather? Wrist. Wrist, sure. better yeah. than ankle. All right, cool. Uh, can you quickly take your phone? and press play on spotify <laughs> oh yes this is gonna be interesting we were making a playlist yesterday for uh, yeah very chill night lounge vibes <laughs> nice 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 what is it what is it it's a spaceship earth i'll send it to you <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, you have to choose. You have to sh shoot one of them, a beer or a cigarette commercial using parkour. Oh, beer for sure. I love beer. <laughs> <laughs> for how much money would you compete in a fig event? Oi, this is a very controversial question, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Two months rent would be nice. I would do it. <laughs> All right. And now we I, move I on. I have to be honest with you. Yeah, life's expensive these days. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah, it's a hard, hard one. It is what it is. Um, and now moving on to TikTok. Canon or Sony cameras? I go for Panasonic. But uh, I say... <laughs> Canon. 
All right. Um, pizza or pasta? Oh, pasta. Rotterdam or Amsterdam? Amsterdam. David Bell or Sebastian Fukan? Oof. Like, David Bell meant more in my, my uh, I think, development, yeah. Guitar or drums? Guitar. Oh, nice. All right. Mm -hmm. Parkour or free running? Uh, parkour. Gymnastics or martial arts? Martial arts. Even though I suck at that. <laughs> Daniela Baca or, or like Boris Love? Oh, yeah, yeah. Same for I'm going with the feeling of what meant more. So that's uh, Elabaka. All right. Thank you very much, bro. God bless you. God bless you. That was very Hello. nice. Uh, the people want to know how are you doing, Lewis? I'm good. I'm good. I'm normal. <laughs> I'm just not going to any gyms. I'm just an old man now. <laughs> nah, yeah, you seem like you have your life like control and like uh, rhythms. Like uh, I see you training in the evening, like before the sun goes down. <laughs> And you know, like yeah. having a nice uh, cat moment. You have a cat yeah. now? Yeah. I have, I'm a cat dad. Look, you can see it's laying right there. Oh, you can see wow. this motherfucker. It's chickpea. He? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm good. I'm just living a grown up life. I'm a uh, good routine, waking up early in the morning, going to the gym, training parkour, nice, yeah. uh, having some jobs. It's fine. I'm just not awesome. going to jams a lot. I think I wish I could go more or have more of a social yeah. parkour life i think i'm I'm liking that a little bit what, once you once you control that routine i think you can find time to do that yeah sure. but i think it's also like kind of phases in life isn't it sometimes like, you need that yeah, yeah um unfortunately i'm not in the place where i have like a group of friends like you guys have that will create an organization and this organization will create events um, yeah lisbon is really not an united place to train are you uh, are you interested in hosting uh, on the spot with me in uh, lisbon oh that's a fucking good idea definitely that would be very sick we can do this in february or something that would be i super think nice. because like out of all countries in europe i think i have the most connection with you guys there and all we gotta look at is some uh, good sleep like hosting location in in Maybe we rent something or whatever. I think it would be easy. And, you know, every year you all, almost always have a, like a spontaneous. Yeah, jam. Uh, unplanned jam migration. in February, like on winter. Yeah. <laughs> like birds. <laughs> the birds fly to Lisbon to find new spots and good weather. Yeah, yeah. I think we can organize something. It would be really, really nice. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Yeah, I think after... Uh, this year we're more prepared than ever because usually um, I feel this, I don't feel this relaxed before the event because I'm running around like a chicken without a head, just solving problems. <laughs> this year it feels a little bit better. So I feel like we could actually take this concept and move it out to some different place. And that would be it would be fucking amazing. I think it's sick too. And uh, I don't think there's anything holding us back actually. Uh, just need a place to stay and some um, marketing. So, <laughs> uh, so you all, all of you listeners, you just uh, witnessed the the birth 
the first uh, draft <laughs> of uh, On The Spot Lisbon Winter Edition. Yeah, for sure. That would be sick, bro. Let's do that then. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Man. Tell me one thing before, before, before you say goodbye. Anyone coming to On The Spot this weekend, tell them what they have to bring so they don't get there and like, oh, fuck, I missed that shit. Should have brought that too. Oh, yeah. I would say just uh, everybody needs to bring a sleeping bag. And I think something to sleep on helps um, because we have uh, sleeping arrangements for the invites. But if you just come in, just bring something to sleep on, you have a very nice room where you can put your air mattress or whatever. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, bring, bring good vibes. That's mostly it. <laughs> Be nice. safe. Cool. Great. Thank you very much, bro, for coming, for your time. And I hope you guys are going to have a blast this weekend. We will. Thank you for letting me wake up on this uh, nice conversation. Because uh, mm -hmm. oh, I feel totally ready for the day right now. Nice. Great. Awesome. Thanks, man. Have fun, bro. Ciao. I'm going to clap one soon. more time to get you a sync marker. All right. Thank you for sticking by. And I hope you guys have enjoyed. Don't forget to check out Bart's uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, the Spring Bros content. It's in Dutch, but actually it's not that hard to understand and it's really fun to watch. Well, and also, of course, Parkour's Instagram and mine, if you feel like. I hope you guys are going to have a great week 